Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. Uh, today, we're going to talk about something, an experience we've had recently that really, it turned my head. I mean, you know, I'm older. Things don't really turn my head that much. Uh, but, you know, this situation here was surprising. So uh, about three years ago, uh, we needed a new car for the family, right? And we needed something that was uh, reliable, you know, uh, something that was, uh, that is, you know, uh, fuel economy, uh, comfortable enough, you know, nothing Gucci fancy, um, you know, nothing with a Lexus or the Mercedes or, you know, and we're not, you know, the type of those flashy types anyways. And we, we're kind of cheap. We don't want to spend all that money. So, but we, you know, we want something decent. You know, we could have gotten, gone Hyundai, you know, I had a Hyundai years ago and it was decent. It was just a cheap economy car. Um, but so we're looking for something that was economical, something that was uh, reasonably comfortable, uh, something that would, you know, get the job done. That's all we were looking for. So um, what what had before? What did we have before? You we were having this discussion yesterday. What did I What did I have before we got got the Forester, the Subaru? I told you we didn't. We had your big truck, your truck, and my. What did you car. have? Okay, what about what before your car? Would you have something else? The the Highlander. I had a Highlander, and then I had a <clears throat> yeah, and then okay. So when the kids were little, we got a uh, a Toyota Highlander. And it was front wheel drive, uh, you know, V six, uh, you know, pretty smooth, you know. And I used to be a Toyota guy, you know. I have a Toyota. I have a an old Land Cruiser that I love dearly, but um, I, I was never a new Toyota guy. And I was working at Toyota for a minute, you know, um, you know, uh, in the service area, like getting to know the cars and things. And uh, you know, I walked away from the experience with Toyota. And I wasn't like, mm, you know. The new Toyotas are very um, competent. I'm gonna say that's a good word. Competent. They're they seem rugged. They're uh, well built. A Japanese car, you know, very uh, solid technology. Um, you know, all the all the the safety stuff is there. Price is high for what you get. I think. Um, so first, this I think I remember why I got into Toyota. Years ago, about uh, 1996, right? It was time for a new car for us and for me. And um, we were um, we were out looking for a car. And I think we had at the time. I think I had my mind set on a Camry, 95, 96 Camry. Oh yeah, yeah. Back so I remember being like, you know, we'll go to the dealership. We'll drive around a little bit. Uh, we'll go check out some different stuff. So. I remember being at the Santa Monica Toyota dealership, um, trying to talk to somebody about the new Camry, and I remember the prices being somewhere about twenty six, twenty seven thousand. And I remember looking at the, the being there, and going, "Yeah, the car's nice. Uh, it has a nice shape. It's kind of interesting. Uh, it's current. Everybody likes them. Oh yeah, this is the Camry." And um, I was very, you know, I was pretty satisfied with it. So. Uh, we got over to the dealership. We're sitting there talking to him, and the negotiations weren't going so well. This is back when you can negotiate. Uh, we were saying I wanted this, I wanted that, and they were like, "Nah," you know. They were they were trying to be hardline with the price. <clears throat> so, oddly enough, we're sitting at the desk there, and I notice a stack of newspapers. I don't know if you did or I did, but either one of us recognized that there was a stack of newspapers, like classifieds, on the floor there, and right on top. The very picture that was a drawing on the newspaper, it had a brand new Maxima, Nissan Maxima. And I think Nissan Maxima, this was like the the most competitor, the, the middle-sized sedan 
of the car that we were looking at. And I never considered Nissan. I just, I don't think I was a fan of the body styles. I think they have, they even today have a very strange styling to me. Um, it's odd, you know? So <clears throat> I went up, we went, he said, but okay. You were familiar with Maxima because my dad you, sure, had sure. Maxima and, and, and we liked that. And that's the thing about the Maxima. Um, the, your dad had a Maxima and it was very timely. He had a, like a 91 or uh, no, he had an 80. It was 87 or 88. It was kind of boxy. Mm-hmm. And it was, but it was smooth looking. It was a good car. It was a good car. And I remember liking it tremendously mm-hmm. until we broke the headrest. We won't, we'll get, we won't get into that. Um, anyways, um, great car. I remember even distinctly remember how that when, when you uh, put it in gear, the rear end would drop a little bit. Strange. I don't remember why I remember that. Um, so uh, we saw, I, I, I knew of the car, the Maxima. I knew that it was something that uh, was. Never considered though. I never. I, when I had my mindset on that Camry, I was like, "That's the car for me, the Camry." So, <clears throat> I remember going, "Okay." So we're sitting there talking. It wasn't going well. The, the The sales guy leaves the room. Excuse me while I get some H two O. Um, and then the guy leaves the room, and we see a stack of papers on the floor, and it had the picture of the front. The drawing is the Maxima, the new Maxima, obviously. They were looking at the 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 uh, advertisement for that car, at like obviously noticing their comparison. You know that there is a competitor, so <clears throat> they um, we were like, oh, why is this here? You know, like why would be why would they leave this here? You know, I guess they thought, well, you know, we're such a hot, we're hot, we're so hot that you, it doesn't matter if you see this. It's no competitor to us. So uh, because the negotiations weren't going well. We got in the car and we drove down the street, down Santa Monica, somewhere to a, a Nissan dealership. So we go inside and uh, I start talking to this, the guy. And, and Just FYI, yeah. just so it's all clear. Yeah. I did not want you to get that Camry. I never liked the Camry. I okay. didn't want you to get the Camry. So well, you I know, was already the, leaning towards the, okay. something else. Something else. I, right. I was leaning towards Maxima. But. Well, no, you weren't leaning the Maxima until we saw the picture and went over there and checked it out, as I'm about to explain. So we go over there. And uh, we start talking to the guy, looking at the car, and he's going on about all the features. It does this, it does that. You on the remote control, you hold the button down, the windows go down. I was like, okay, gimmick, you know. Uh, had a sunroof where the Camry didn't, and it had a bunch of these sexy features for the money. It was similar money, but uh, it might even been a little cheaper. It was cheaper. But it had all these things. And then we got in the car. It was very powerful, very smooth. Yep. Uh, very, good, yeah. The it only was, th- it the, was more powerful than the, the Camry. It was. Yeah. And it had all these sexy features. Right. And so it was a better value in dollars. But um, it wasn't the Toyota Camry. I mean, at that time, it was like, this is the car to have. I mean, you want the Toyota name, the Toyota brand. Mm-hmm. It's so solid and reliable and whatever. So I was going to give up those features, those extra extras, uh, because they didn't have they didn't have one in that model limit, that model line. They didn't have that caliber. They didn't have a sunroof. They didn't have the... And I don't know why well, they didn't you, have... You, you, no, you could get it i remember like oh yeah well then we'll just add another yeah but they, have to, they have dollars to, but they also it. had to cut a hole in the car it was like it wasn't like i don't remember the circumstances but it wasn't like they said here go to this trim package and you get all this stuff 
you know, they said like, well, that's it. This is what we have. This is the car. I was like, Strange enough that that's how it was being presented. So we go over there to the Maxima. We check out the car and immediately it's like it's a done deal. There's no question. There's no even, there's no question to go talk to those guys at Camry anymore. At Toyota because it, we, this car was just it, right? Mm-hmm. The only thing we didn't like about the car was the body. Yeah, the body it, style looked yeah, kind of stupid. It looked funky. You know, it looked chopped off on the back. It was just yeah, chopped off at the back. And, <laughs> and it was, you know what we did? We we had that spoiler on it. We we got yeah, one with a spoiler. The spoiler because it actually made it look somewhat better. better. Yeah, and then it was green. It was forest green. I, and I didn't mind that. Well, I it was like that was the one they had. It was like that we're selling this one because you know this is the last year's model year. So this is you know this we have it in green, and then uh, it got got inside it and it had a two tone interior. It was like a, a brown tan. trim with a tan. Mm-hmm. And um, I wasn't too fa- fond of it. You know, I wasn't like, oh, this. So when I, so here's the thing. So when, when it came to uh, buying the Nissan, the Maxima, it, wa- it was just because, look, it's as good as the Toyota in, in what it, ha- the engine and all that. Better. Okay. Faster. And then it also had all these Gucci stuff, the features, right. the, the functions and features. So I was like, okay. And then, as I sat there and looked at it, I saw that okay, this the styling, you know, I, it's not my favorite, as, but the cam the Camry wasn't either. Um, but it, it's 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 fine, you know, it's 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 okay, right? I grew to love the car later, but at the at the beginning, I wasn't you know sold from the looks, from the looks, from the looks, right. all the other stuff. I mean, the but whole as as a once whole. Once you're in it, you were yeah. like, I'm sold because yeah. you enjoy driving that. Oh, I, I remember distinctly. I even remember the moment of driving home from the dealership it was about it was the sun was going down it was about dusk the deal got done and i got to drive home in that transitional part of the day where the sun is just going down sunny and golden and you know sunny california <clears throat> it was like in uh, costa mesa or one of those out out there somewhere mm-hmm. <clears throat> now what is that what is that famous um that that uh, triangle place they have all the car dealerships right in that one corridor it's amidst all the freeways it's like the something triangle of cars i don't know but that, that's where we were cerritos uh, cerritos auto square yeah that's it so i remember do, doing the deal we got i got in the car and i remember being like wow because i'd never had such a thing you know we had a you and i mutual well my family didn't have nice cars period as I, as I grew up, nobody had a nice car. And then every time you get, uh, they got a car. It was janky, you know. They they um, my sister had a '76 uh, uh, Nova that she had bought from a guy who was like a mechanic and uh, kind of a race driver on the street, and had race seats and it had the mag wheels, and it just didn't look right for her, right? And it was a V8, and it, it was just too much of a car. It had pipes, and it was just not for her. And then somebody else had a bug. My brother had an old Datsun pickup truck. Uh, my dad had my 56, which is, you know, just, you know, the, the not creature comforts. And then the only cars that I ever knew, uh, a nice, you know, newer cars, somebody, you know, was you. You had all the new cars. You know, you when I first met you, your your dad had that Maxima. It was nice. It was nicer than anything I had ever been in. And um, <clears throat> then you got the, the the Caravan, which, you know, wasn't nice but it was nice the nice new car the black caravan and you just had nicer cars always you know and then you got the cord and you got the so oh we did get an accord so the thing about it is that the cars were just nicer and i wasn't accustomed right so you when you got a 94 when you got a jetta you got a 94 jetta 
and you had that, and uh, you, that was your car. It was a stick, four four cylinder, and it was for you know for you. And then it was time for me to get a car, but I'd never had a new car. I'd never had anything even remotely close to this in technology, in convenience, and comfort. I was just in awe of it. Right. So I remember driving out of that Cerritos Auto Square and being in like a floating on a cloud. I remember it. I mean, even though I've had the car since, it's that moment of the first, you know, somewhat luxurious car with features and technology, power, you know, it was, it was a glowing moment and I, that, I, that I can actually tell you. I remember the moment. I remember it distinctly in my mind, being in the car, looking at this, this futuristic looking dash with all the dials and beautiful lighting and it had a night it just was comfortable seats were comfortable had this nice thick steering wheel had a nice had a nice very you know nice stereo in there yeah yeah that was a good moment right so um over the years after that you know we had you know we had the kids and all we had various cars and had a yukon had the the highlander um i had a jet uh had that um sorry the um the, my my uh, 1.6 liter uh, Hyundai Accent that I used to take for commuting for school. Um, Acura. The, the Acura, which was super, at the time, super Gucci Deluxe uh, Acura TL that, that we kind of shared for a minute. Uh, then it got, then we had to get rid of it under circumstances because, you know, kids and it just wasn't working out. It didn't work from from a sport. It was too sporty. It was and really the, the, sporty. We couldn't get the car seat in. Properly. It was weird. It was just a weird, <laughs> it was a few things that just kept it from being right. But a nice car. Yeah, we had to trade that one in for the Highlander, right? Uh, you sold it, and then we bought the Highlander. Mm-hmm. And then, um, so Toyota was like that was my introduction back in ninety five six when when I got introduced to the Camry, and that was like the car that got away from me. It was like I wanted to get it, but when I saw that Maxima and what the what the value was as a whole, I was like, no way, I can't do that. It doesn't come with half of the things. It it costs more. It doesn't have as much power. It's da, 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 da. It just didn't and make to sense. Me, it just felt more of a old person car. The Camry felt well. Old. Here's the thing: at the time, it wasn't. At the time, it was like the car. Listen, I, mean, I know you think it. No, was no, the no. Car, I'm just but telling what you. I'm saying to you is that was the car that like my dad would buy. You know, so for me, yet I yet he bought like, the a Maxima, right? So what I'm saying is that, yeah, I understand what you are saying, but um, it was like at the time, it was like, you know, like anything else, back in the back in the 90s before the internet and all this jazz, you, people would actually talk to each other and you would, you know, go places and people would say, hey, you see that new Camry, the new Camry? Oh, yeah. It's funny too, because I remember, yeah, you were like really kind of set on it and I was like, I just don't see you as a Camry person. I didn't see it. Yeah. Well, I don't know. <laughs> it, it was at the time, it was for whatever reason, that's what the that's what my life had kind of um i was in that spot it was just the storm of conversation and what to do and blah 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 and conversations that were had and oh this is the car so um so i had wanted that toyota and it didn't happen and then we ended up getting a highlander i mean it's like if you look back at the our car history like there's just cars that some of them didn't make sense like for me Though the the Highlander made sense for the the kids because they were little, had a little TV, a little small screen they could watch. They watched was, their videos. Yeah, it was a top it, of the line. It, yeah, it had like uh, the back entertainment system had a little TV. They they loved it, and it had they had like headphones that they put on so they could watch the thing and not bother us. Mm-hmm. And um, it was just it was at the time. But then of course 
Uh, we yeah, had a, a rodent living in it at oh, some point. But, yeah, yeah. but you're talking about no, way down the, at the end. Well, I'm, no, no, no. It wasn't at the end. That, that rodent was in there about midpoint. And then that's what kind of was the start of the decline. Hmm. Because, uh, you know, we the, 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 the kids were little. And they're always eating Cheerios and, you know, <laughs> other stuff. And it would fall in the seats. And then at some point, a, a rodent moved in. And then we had to... We were always in the car with a weird smell, and and we're we're, we're trying to figure out. Okay, wait, is, did you hear something? Did you hear something like that? <laughs> and and then it, we then we realized it was a rodent. And then somehow or another, I remember the um, the rodent decided to eat the buttons on the remote control for the entertainment system. I remember that. That was weird. It was just a whole, you know, but I, I look back at the time of the car and I say, you know, there By are the car- way, a rodent was in our car because we live in the sticks and we <laughs> Well, we yeah, I mean, but I think I think the thing about it is that a rodent will wherever there's rodents and there's rodents everywhere. If you have a, a car full of snacks and treats and cookies and crackers and <laughs> Cheerios and I don't know whatever jazz it, under the seats, under the carpets, it falls in between, whatever. It, it, like if you look at our car history, you can say like there are cars that are distinctly memorable and they were apropos. And then there are cars that didn't quite work. And then there's certain regrets, like cars that I shouldn't have sold. I, I wish I had like my Yukon back. That was a great car. It wasn't, you know, particularly good looking, but it was powerful. And it was, it was, it was, um, it was comfortable. I wish I never got rid of that. The Maxima. We, we traded that in for the uh, TL at the time. And I thought, okay, you know, that was just life the way it had to be at the time. So um, I'm glad. I mean, look, when I worked at Toyota, I, or I came away from that experience realizing that, yes, they're nice cars. Yes, they the, the, the high-end brand is Lexus. Um, I get the fact that they are, you know... Um, they're they're competent and code. They're, they're very very well built. They're well maintained. They're easy to maintain. They're they're uh, they're just good cars. But as I sat in them, I didn't feel. I never felt a completely invested in any one of them. Like I I, I thought, okay, I like the Pathfinder, not Pathfinder. No no no, the uh, the sorry the um, pre runner or the uh, forerunner, the forerunner. And I remember liking, okay, that, that could be a good car for the family. It's kind of a SUV, and it, you could put racks on it. It's got a V6 and you know, whatever. I was like, oh, that could be good. I sat in it, and I was like, oh. and it was a lot of money. And it was, it was like, big, it was like, right? It was, no, big, it wasn't too big. big well, I rented one At the time. For... This is a long time ago. This is, um, the, when I was talking about this is like 2007, 2008, like that. Oh. They were a little smaller. Every, oh. you know, model year to year, they get a little, they change. Okay. But, um... You know, and then I, I drove a uh, Land Cruiser, the big, big, you know, deluxe That's Land Cruiser. A one, yeah. That's a big one. Mm-hmm. And um, I just never, after that one experience, I never, like, ever identified with any one of them. I mean, you know, my brother used to have a, he used to have one of those um, pickup trucks, extra cab pickup trucks back in the, in the uh, what is it, 80s? Yeah. Red with the gold wheels. It was a nice truck. And I liked that car. But you know what? It it and after later on, it never got in touch. I never felt like, oh, this is the right car for me. It's weird because I tried them all. And then I, I worked at a BMW for a minute, and I I drove all of those cars, and I never said, oh God, I want one of those. You know, three. I was yeah. It was always like, well, hey, you, you know, you work here. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, you can you know lease one cheap. You know, and you can you know whatever whatever. And I was like. <sighs> You know, it just never seemed like, oh, that's the right car for me either. 
BMW, a three series, four series. They're nice cars. Um, even those uh, X cars, the the, uh, the SUVs, three series, whatever. They're nice, but the, but a maintenance costs. You know, after the lease is up or after the the term is up, the 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 price of repairing them is ridiculous. We had a friend of ours uh, who had here in town, <clears throat> who had a uh, I think he had one of those uh, three three series SUVs. And uh, then, you know, he had it for a while, then the, the front wheel drive broke on the car. And then he was, Mark. Oh, oh. And he was going to have to take it in and repair it, and it was going to be thousands of dollars, just to, you know. Mm. And so I was like, mm. you know. So, and I drive around, I used to drive around before I bought you know, the Subaru this time. Um, I was like, I'm, I always look at cars and say, okay, that car or that brand or what does that car have? And I looked at all of them. When I, four, three years ago in 2019, when we leased the, the Subaru, the Forester. It was a very nice car. It's a very nice car. Um, I thought, okay, good visibility. You know, it's uh, it's decent enough. It's not a super expensive car. It won't be hard to maintain. It won't be hard to fix if it's, you know, if it's broken. Um, but I knew going in that it felt like economy car. It felt like an economy car. It didn't feel luxurious in any way. It felt like okay. They have Apple CarPlay, good. They have um, all the little they had all the new the gauges and yeah, the, all the the things gadgets. Yeah, it had all kinds of gadgets in it. Uh, but I never felt like luxury, and in no way did I ever feel it was luxurious. I thought it was competent. I thought it was uh, decent looking. Mm-hmm. I thought it was, um, you know, uh, rugged. I thought it yeah, was, you know, had all-wheel drive. Yep, I, I yep. thought it had, you know, all the safety features. Yep, all. we used it in the snow. We had no problems. But I never said any kind of luxury. I never felt any kind of luxury in it. I never felt like... No, it's uh, very utilitarian. Very, very utilitarian. Now, that was the 2019 Forester, which is just three years old. And um, we leased it. I'm glad we did now. And um, it was a good experience. But you know what it did? So look, so three years ago when we went back to the to Subaru and Carlsbad, um, I had I had just been walking around looking at various cars. The Forester was kind of the body style that I wanted, and I said, if I'm okay, so I went just out of necessity. There was a uh, an Outback there, and it's it's kind of a wagon. The car itself, the body style is like a wagon, and I and I told myself, even made I remember telling the kids, I'm not a wagon guy. I'm not there. I'm not in that mindset. So the Outback to me was just, okay, it's the same brand, right? Same brand. Um, you can buy it in a similar trim package, whether it be XT or the Basic or the Wilderness. And I said, okay, it's got, they got to be similar. I mean, the, the, the driving experience has got to be similar because same brand. Why would they be different? They'd be maybe slightly different. You know, the body styles are different. The width is different. The length is different. But I said, why would the driving experience be different? Shouldn't be. Same brand. So I uh, went ahead, got the Forester, and um, drove it around for three years. And I said, let's go drive it. Because well, when they're looking for another car, we decided, okay, are we going to keep this car? Or are we going to get something else? Well, we decided, okay, look, uh, we want more horsepower. The car is small. It's a four-cylinder, didn't have turbo. And it always seemed labored. It always seemed labored. Every time we did anything, we put kids and luggage and we'd be on a trip somewhere. I remember going to uh, Mammoth once 
and we came out of Mammoth Town, and we were headed off to uh, go to Convict Lake, which is just nearby. And I remember pulling off out of that long strip. You know Mammoth. There's the on the highway there. When you pull down the hill and you make you left or right, you have to kind of go up a hill in either direction. And you and and you, the cars are coming through there pretty quickly, so you're trying to accelerate onto the lane. And I'm noticing. This car doesn't have a ton of power. You kept saying, oh, it doesn't have any power. And I, I said, That was my biggest thing. And I was like, you know what? Yeah. How much power does it need? I, you drive an Audi. You have a turbo. Mm-hmm. And you're used to being instant acceleration, lots of power. Right. And I was like, I, I get it. I get it. But that's for you. That's your thing. I have other cars that I drive. They have power. They have noise. They have all this driving experience. But I said, this car is not intended for that use. Yeah. It's not that's not the kind of car this is. This is an economy safety vessel. This is not a, a fancy dance Audi. This is not a sports car. This is not anything. This is just transportation. That was my mentality. So I I think I accepted a lot. Okay? Maybe I was even overlooking some of it, of its, you know, misgivings, some of its shortcomings. Right? So, um in this experience, in deciding, okay, we're not going to stay with this current car. We're going to move on to another car. And then, I, so I went back and saw my buddy down at the, at the Subaru. And he says, look, you're going to pay this money anyways. Now that you're going to buy it. Why don't you just get a new one? It's going to be a bit more, but once you get a new one. So he was trying to find me into something. Oh, do this. Well, oh, we have a blue one coming in. Try it. We, you know, we'll get you into that. Uh, do you want a, a wilderness model? or do, So... I was, he was kind of selling me that Forester again. So you already got a Forester? You need to get a new one. Okay. So I come home to you and I tell you, look, eh, it's going to be more, you know, car, you know, we all these miles. It's got a little wear and tear on it. Why are we buying that? Let's just get, why are we looking to get a new one? So fortunately uh, for me, my guy who I'd been working with before, he kind of had me, he was kind of pushing me into just taking whatever he had. And, th- and I found out later, by virtue of the situation, that the uh, the dealership I was working with, though he's a nice guy, he um, they that sell they does not they sell what they have on on hand. Yeah. They don't order the cars. They don't. You're not a, their system. You don't order anything. You don't customize anything. What you do is you take what they have, right? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, they were more because they're about like okay, we have it in stock. Take it, you know. We're we're the we're the one of the few people who have cars in stock. Come on, come on, like that. <clears throat> and I didn't like the situation. I didn't feel right. I didn't feel that I was being. He was looking out for me. I was feeling like he just wanted to sell you a car. He just wanted to get a, a car sold, mm-hmm. and knew that I needed one, or knew that my lease was coming up, and was like, okay, come on, let's go, let's, let's go. do it, let's do it. And uh, under that circumstance, I then said, well, since we're going to upgrade the car. Anyways, get a new one. Uh, I Oh, I heard you have a turbo. One with a turbo. Because I know years ago, the Forester used to have turbo. Oh. and I, Yeah. And I was talking to one of the salespeople, and he says, yeah, every five years or so, they switch. The Forester will get turbos, and then the another model will get... So I don't know why, but they decide to separate it. Like this... Because the model before, like the... Uh, we got a 2019. Mm-hmm. The 2018 or 2017, those had turbos. Oh. Yeah. And then they um, they switch everything up. They restyle. Like they the, change the body. They restyle the body. They make it bigger or whatever they're going to do. And then they, uh, I don't know. I don't know why they do this. So anyways, he says, yeah, the Foresters right now, 
don't have turbos, but the Outbacks do. And immediately I said, no, I am I not. I don't want a wagon. I'm not a wagon guy. <laughs> I don't want to be a, a, a wagon guy. Mm. You know, I want, I want the shape of the four. I want an SUV. So um, being that they didn't have that option as a turbo and you wanted more horsepower to be more like what you have so you could enjoy the car as well, mm-hmm. um, it was never an option. It was like, okay, well, okay, it's Forrester's out. Mm-hmm. Let's go look at an Outback. But I remember the experience I had when I went in 2019. I remember sitting in an Outback and knowing that I wasn't going to get one. So in my mind, I was like, okay, I'm just sitting in the car just to sit in it to know what – if there's any differences but i could with my eyes knowing that subaru was was a brand that they should have all similar stuff i knew they didn't have a turbo but i knew they had all the the dials and the gauges and the monitoring systems and the safety stuff whatever but i but in my memory i remember distinctly sitting in there going i feel like there's something different about this it's just my imagination (laughs) nothing to worry about um you're going to go with the Forester, but you know, this is nice. I mean, it's nice inside, but I don't want a wagon. I'm not having a wagon. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not old enough for a wagon. Okay. <laughs> it's funny that you yeah. think of that. I'm not, I'm not a grandpa. Old. I'm not and a grandpa. I, I don't think of the wagon as old. I don't. Well, you know what? I, I guess growing up a lot of, when I was a kid, every mom, every family had a wagon. And to me, I, what you're thinking yeah. of as the awful car, that's what I think of as a minivan. Like, Mm-hmm, to this mm-hmm. day, forever well, in my mind, I, I have always vowed I would well, never get a minivan. Well, back in I think what happened was in the six, in the like in the fifties, sixties, seventies, the wagon was the family car. Like if you had, like even 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 the movie uh, Great Out, what's it called? Vacation with Chevy Chase. Oh yeah, yeah. You know they had the whatever special wagon that he went. He went and got a wagon. They went to Wally World in a yeah. wagon. <laughs> And then um, I used to watch those uh, Grand Tour or um, what's it called, uh, Top Gear. Mm-hmm. And they'd always refer to, because in England they were called them estate cars, right? But I remember as, as a young man, I remember always seeing the, the uh, Mercedes wagon. That was the only wagon I ever thought looked good. Mm-hmm. Like if you're, if I, or a BMW, they had BMW wagons too, which were nice. But I, I never said, okay, I'm, they're too expensive. I'm never going to buy one. They're great looking cars. I even saw a uh, Paul Newman episode of um, Chasing Classic Cars with uh, Wayne Carini, and he uh, had rescued Paul Newman's Volvo wagon. And uh, apparently Paul Newman had one because he used to be a race car driver, and he had them put in a Roush uh, Ford um, 5.0 engine in a Volvo, and that was Paul Newman's car. And I remember those the those European body styles were just good looking to me. They had the European styling. They had the European technology. I was like, yeah, if I ever have a wagon, that's what it'd be. I would never get a Chrysler or a uh, um, you know like a Chevrolet wagon mm-hmm. or a Ford wagon. Like remember, I remember the well the Ford Ford uh, what was it called uh, the Sable Mercury had a Sable, and that same car that was that ugly one from the eighties. Remember that one that was shaped like a like a turd? Yeah. It was it was like a a Ford whatever, you know, like yeah. a well, I didn't like any. I didn't like any of those. Mm-mm. And those are the kind of wagons I remember from my 20s. You know, those are the ones that I saw. And then my my parents had a wagon. They had a Chevrolet Chevelle wagon when I was a kid. And so anyways, oh, a station wagon was not in my in my mind. Yeah. It was not in my 
it was not my zeitgeist. It and wasn't. Maybe that's why I think of like the minivans because my mom and dad they bought a new yeah, in the nineties caravan. In the nineties, yeah. Uh, the late eighties, late yeah, ninety. So, you know, so that was our family kid. You know, so yeah. for us, that's well, why I looked no, at well, it going. You know, Ugh, you know what I don't also compounded to that though. What also compounded to that was the fact that that term came around. Soccer mom, you know. Yeah, that was in the nineties. The soccer mom yeah, yeah. was like, a, oh, that's just a soccer mom. They, they, everybody said, oh, well, that it was just a term they used. It was a derogatory statement towards women who drove minivans. And so that's why I think you have that. But as a kid, I just looked at station wagons as, you know, not for me. It wasn't a manly kind of car. You didn't say, oh, I'm going to get myself a station wagon. <laughs> right. You know, you got yourself a truck or you got yourself a sports car mm-hmm. or whatever. Right. So wagons were out. And I even said to the boys, no, I'm not a wagon Not a wagon guy. guy. Not yep. a wagon guy. Yep. I so, remember distinctly. So anyways, um, when it came time to get that outback, I was like, no. Nah, but you know, oddly yeah, enough, not doing it. but oddly enough, I remember the moment that I sat down in an outback that was parked not far from where we were talking to our sales guy. And I, I said, something is different about this car. Mm-hmm. I, I said, you know, it feels richer. It, the, the, the leather felt different. The, the, the screens looked different inside. The interior looked different. Um, it seemed a little more plush, but I said, okay. It's my imagination. Mm-hmm. It can't be any different. Why wouldn't they put exactly the same thing in the uh, Forester as they would in the Outback? Right. So I just said, okay, fine. So when I got the Forester, I drove it around for three years on the lease. And I'm thinking the whole time, okay, I'm going to get a new one. About about, you know, about October last year, I took the car in. I looked at it. I said, okay, this is what it's worth. We're gonna When you get the new car, we'll do this and that. Okay, great. So I knew what I was getting myself into. Mm-hmm. I knew it was coming mm-hmm. in December. So I said, okay, this is what we're going to do. We're going to look at the Outback. We're going to get the bigger engine, the turbo. We're going to have more horsepower. And I, and I, and I, beyond that, I don't think my, I was entertaining anything else. I wasn't saying to myself, I, was, I didn't try, I wasn't excited about this process. I knew it was going to be more money. I knew that it was going to be um, uh, a, a different car. It was going to be long. It'd be longer. It'd be yeah, bigger. Yeah. The reason we I don't know if you I don't think you've said this all. What? You know, we we decided on that because we were able to choose all the things that we wanted. Well, that I'm just was, I'm just talking about the the Outback as a whole because mm-hmm. the only reason that I was even considering going with the Outback was to please you because I think there was a conversation yeah. about November where I just kind of said, look. It's you. Let, let's let's like if you don't want this car, we'll move on to something else. Let's just maybe just pay off the the, the mileage on the old on the on the lease, and then get something completely different, mm-hmm. right? And and you can choose it because I I have other vehicles that I drive, and I don't need this car. It wasn't like oh you know excited to get myself a new car. I wasn't. But we didn't have any sort of. Um daily driver type of thing with yeah, good no, gas yeah, mileage yeah, yeah, and all that yeah, stuff. Our yeah. cars are not that. Exactly. exactly. So we, that's I, why we And were I understood. Going. And that's mm-hmm. why I accepted the fact that, okay, this is what's happening. We want more horsepower. We, we need something for for the group, the family. Everybody needs to have a vehicle that's reliable, that is comfortable enough, powerful. And since we're replacing that 
the Forester, mm-hmm. then we're, automatically by default we're going with the Outback because it has the power. Right, but, but you were you're right. You you were trying to get me to pick another car, pick another anything. car, anything you anything. want, and all that. And of course, you know, I didn't really like that many cars. And well, that, that's the cars that, that I wanted that, were yeah. higher and well, you know, the, they're, not they're, not a, again. We're, we're veering away from the economy, veering away from the standard yeah. daily. Driver. You get more luxury, yeah, you get yeah. more power, yeah. you get so more style. I'm like, no, it's not my car; it's your car. Well, so I'm, you I'm, just figure uh, well it out. again, see again that that I don't make a difference whose car it is. What no, I'm saying, I, but what, what I'm, I'm saying what is, I, I know you you said here, I want you to choose. It's your turn. To I, choose I just I just said, look, I just said, you know what? These having this car, this particular car. Uh, is is really not about me because mm-hmm. if it was about me i'd get something for me like a, a new mustang or right. a new bronco yeah. or something so, for I me mean, we both looked at it as like we really don't want this car. but we need <laughs> but we, we need, need a, we need family transportation we need right. something that's going to suit us the family right. and the only only thing that was really really bugging me about that well, yeah, the biggest thing that bugged me about this the Forester was just the power. I hated it, and mm-hmm. I, I hated feeling well, and, like um, it was really noisy and tinny to me. So for but see that that's that's part of playing into my next statement, which mm-hmm. was I had just accepted that we're gonna go with the Outback because there's more power, and right. and and I wasn't looking into any of the. I mean, that's the weird part about this car buying process, this particular one. I wasn't even looking. At, I mean, I, we went down the list of features. Okay, we want this and this and this and this. Okay. But then it said, okay, well, you want this or do you want this foot light well thing? Yeah, go ahead. And how much is it? Okay, yeah. Okay, and then we wanted, oh, I want a hitch. And you were like, do we need a hitch? I'm like, well, yeah. look, it's, I don't know how many dollars. It's more, but we're, we're doing it. So we're going to buy the thing this time. Let's get a car that has a bike hitch or a tow hitch so we can tow a little trailer, put a bike rack, whatever. So. There was just a, a list of things. I was, I was like, okay, look at the prices. I'm going, okay, it's not too bad. Well, okay. the cool part was that we were able to, yeah, that, that when it came down to finally deciding we we're going with the Outback because of the power, then it was like, okay, now we can actually pick the car from the beginning to the end. Well, because we had moved on to a different dealership with a different salesperson yes. who said to us, because I said, I said something like, what do you have in stock? Uh-huh. That might have been the, because I was used to dealing with the other guy. Yeah. And I said, what do you have? I said, well, we have nothing right now because it's the, the end of the model year. It's coming into the, you know, the, the cars are selling and there'll be new ones coming out in January. And I'm like, oh, okay. So um, he says, okay, it's going to be, in, if you bought a car now, it's going to be in December. So it was just like, it was kind of rushed. Like where I said, okay, we want a while back. It's going to be white. It's going to be white. It's going to have, and he said, well, do you want, what do you want on it? I said, well, do you want this and this and that? I'm like, okay. So I, as I, I was saying, I was going down this checklist, not even really giving the car any thought. It was just that, I, okay, we need to make a decision. So do you, with, so I'm going to put it together at the factory. You're building it to order. Do you want a hitch? Yeah. Uh, do you want um, uh, lights for the foot? Well, yes. Uh, do you need mats? Yes. So it was just like, it was, it was like, it was like buying it was like buying a car, like buying a sub sandwich. Do you want mustard? Do you want mayo? Onions? Yes. Okay. Do you want cheese? What kind of cheese? Do you want provolone? It was that's how I was doing it this time because it, I wasn't even invested in the buying this car. I was like, it's more money. We're gonna we're gonna get basically the same thing we got before, which was a, a, the the Forester, and I'm not really even thinking about it. I'm just like, okay, we have to get it. Let's just do it. Go. The lease is up in a month. We're going to have turn the car in. We're going to need a car. So let's just, okay, here, dot, dot, dot. We did it. Put the deposit down. He sent me the paperwork in a, in a text. And I was like, okay, it's done. And I just was like, okay. And, and then I said, okay, I'm going to get the car ready for when we turned it in in December. Well, oddly enough, 
we need to go. We're going away on a trip over the holidays. And we said, okay, we need a car. So it was like, should I turn the car in on time and have it be done? Or should we rent a car or should we borrow a car? What what are we doing? Right? So it was coming time for the trip and things were getting a little tight and I had to make some certain decisions. So I just called the guy. I said, hey, look, how's it going, man? Is it, are we still on time for whatever date? Because I think he said something about the, um, he says, you know what? I think they moved the date. I th- yeah, he says, you know, I think it's going to be in on the 26th. And I'm like, wow, that's unfortunate because we're right going to be during the middle we're of the trip. We're leaving on the 22nd and we need that car before. And, and-, and I said, the car's due, my car, the, the lease car was due back in about the 13th. Right. But he says, you know, don't worry about it. You know, typically um, they come in about 10 days early, right? And I'm like, okay. So in my mind, I'm counting that we're going to have do this whole transaction before the trip. Mm-hmm. Well, it came that it didn't happen that way. Right. The car was delayed. It was delayed on a train. I don't remember the circumstances. So um, because I have a car to drive and we're going on this trip and the, the car hasn't come in yet, I'm not even thinking about the car. I'm just thinking I'm going to get another car like the one I have. It's not going to be that much different. It's, it's, I'm, it, we're, yes, we got, it's going to be new. Yes, that's nice. It'll have all the features that but, we've ordered. So but, that's but I, nice. Yeah, it's going to have, I, but I, you know, I, I, when I, when I made the list for what we were doing, we were checking off that list of things we wanted. It, I didn't even give it like, oh, that's going to be nice. Or, oh, I can see myself using that. I just did it, like I said, like making a sandwich and it was just done. Paperwork, the deposit was in and I just forgot about it. And I just said, okay, well, I'm going to get exactly what I've gotten now. But in the new car. So what's the difference? No big deal. So we go on the trip. The car, uh, during the trip, we went into a snowy area. The boys were in and out of the car. And when I got back from the trip, the car was a disaster. (laughs) It was a disaster. It was a a disaster (laughs) on par with like a tornado was in there. Like food and... and, and, just, dirt. just everything, you know. No, we were boots, in a snowstorm. Boots and and socks and face masks and just <laughs> every kind of living thing that you could. And people were stuffed in doors and pockets, and <laughs> it was just gross. Okay, but I. But here's the thing: the 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 progression of all of this kind of stopped the, the my my connection with the car that that I had before. The connection really started to decline about the time in, in October. In October, when I took the car in to talk to my buddy at that other dealership who was saying, you got to just get what we got. Here, look, got a blue one? Oh, take, yeah. You know, here, take, take this. Take it now because, oh, hurry, we, it's, you, know, you know, these cars are selling. They're, and, you know, they're like hotcakes. You're not going to, if you don't make a decision hey, did you now, want it'll that? be gone. And I was getting calls every other day. Hey, do you, what are we going to do? What are you going to do? You know, oh, yeah, they, that, that gold one just came in the other day, you know, and it's got, it's the limited. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, oh, oh wait. No, that, this one here. It's not. It's not limited. It's actually the touring, a little bit more. But you're gonna get this and that. So it was all this confusion and option. I was like, Ugh, I don't want that. I want. I want what we want. We're spending all this money. We want what we want. Yeah, we want more power. We want this. Why we are we that. taking a color that you have on hand? Yeah. And why are we just settling and not getting a hitch or not? Oh, this one has a hitch. Oh, this one's got everything, but it's fifty thousand dollars or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know the prices. Right. And I'm like, no. No. So when I when I called the other dealership and I talked to this guy, he says, yeah, no problem. He says, oh, yeah, we'll order it. Yeah, it'll, we'll it'll order be, what you want. Here, choose the list. Get what you want. It'll be in December. Okay. So my buddy who I was dealing, who I was close to, this guy, at the other dealership, the first dealership that I bought the car from originally, the lease, um, he, was, um, he kept calling me. And the last time I talked to him, right, he actually gave himself a name. 
he called and started calling himself Uncle something. I won't say his name, but he was Uncle this. And I was like, oh, now my uncle, huh? And so he kind of felt like he was calling me every other day to like check in. Hey, how's it going to say? This is Uncle Blank calling to you, you know, see what's going on. So he kind of felt like he needed to put pressure to like get a car done. And I was like resisting and uh, it kind of ruined the relationship in all fairness. Because I thought the guy was a great guy. He's still, I'm sure he's a great guy. So <clears throat> right when all this was happening and all this process is going on, I'm ignoring the new car. I mean, I'm not even invested in the new car. But I automatically at the same time realized that I need to shed my feelings toward the car I have. Like I'm, I'm, this car is going away. This car is going to be gone. I'm going to get the new car. I need to accept, I need to take it in and get it washed. I need to take it in and get the tires rotated or whatever. I need to do a service on it. I need to get a, pay one more payment. I had all this in my mind and that's all I was focusing on is getting us through the trip, getting, you know, getting the car tidied up so it could be returned and uh, be done and get onto the new car. But I wasn't thinking to myself, God, this new car is going to be so great. Oh, it's going to be so great. I said, oh, it's going to be more expensive. Oh, it's going to be this. So. We go and we we finally go through the process. The holiday's over. The, I pay the extra month for the the lease, knowing that I you know we need. But I, I in my mind I'm thinking, oh, wasted money. In fact, though, it actually paid off the print the residual more. So thus we had to pay. We had we had more coming back to us when we took the car in ultimately. So it was nothing lost. No, we actually in, but, gained two thousand. Yeah, but in my mind, oh, I gotta pay another payment. Like oh, I gotta pay more money out, right? Mm-hmm. So. I paid the payment. I, I, I we come back from the trip. The car. I mean, I, I we got sick right after the trip. We came back after the after the holiday and immediately got sick for another week. You know, just flu like conditions, whatever. COVID. Okay. <laughs> uh, and um, so I didn't. The car just sat out there for a week. In fact, the reason why I know is I had before I left on the trip. I put my my old car that leaks has a leaky roof. I put it into the garage, and I knew that I, my detachment for the car was so gone. My attachment to the car was so gone after, because I literally would be sick inside the house, looking out the front window and noticing that the car, uh, the Subaru, was parked out in front of the garage where we had, when we came home on the day from the trip, yeah. it was still parked in that spot. Right. No. I hadn't moved it. I didn't put it, I didn't swap them out. No. I, it, the car literally was sitting there festering like a rancid boil <laughs> out in front of the house. It was yeah, out in the exposed thing. It had not been cleaned. So there was socks in it and there was just all kinds of jazz from the trip. Like we, after the trip, we got out of the car and we just went in the house. That was it. Yeah. Didn't touch it again. So when I went to go, it was time to go do the deal. The car was coming in. Uh, we I had to prep it. So I got, went, took it to the car wash. And this is a funny story. I take it to the car wash. And I and I said, look, I can go down to the local Jammy Jam for fourteen ninety nine, and then go vacuum it out myself and do all this stuff because I knew there was gonna be a, it was gonna be a mess. I didn't look at it; I just knew there was gonna be a mess. But before I went to the take it to the car wash, I went through the with a plastic bag and put in wrappers of candy and wrappers of food, bags of whatever, old socks, shoes. It was just it was just everybody's junk was in there. I, I literally had one of those white kitchen bags full. Mm-hmm. of jazz right 
So I get all the paperwork out. I take all the stuff, and it's just pretty much stark. There's nothing in it, but I could. I didn't look at the carpets. I didn't look at the seats. I did notice that in the seats there was like crumbs of food in the back seat. There was uh, uh, in the front console. There was like uh, we had eaten on in the car over the trip, you know. And I looked down. It looked like there was something like Pepto Bismol between the what? on the carpet in between the seats. Uh, there was on the console. It had like little cracker crumbs and stuff all on the little control knobs and sh- <clears throat> so. And then the, because I hadn't walked, because again, my detachment started, and then the holidays and it started to rain, I didn't really take the car in to get it washed. So the dash had like a layer of dust on it, and it had all these food crumbs, and it had, but I'd taken out all our personal effects. It was just dirt now, right? So I take it over there. It's still got the snow. You know, when you go through the snow, it's got the windows have all that little layer of white junk around the edges, and the, you know, it's got all that funky snow water. It was so bad, right? So I take it to the car wash. I was going to go to the self-serve jammy and do all the work myself. But I was like, no. I took it over to the, the good car wash, right by the car dealerships over there. And I, and I was going to have somebody do the full, full nine, you know. Well, the prices on this place had gone up. And it was empty now, this place. Because it used to be like 20 bucks, twenty twenty one ninety nine, And you get like the wheel package and they do the whatever. They, they wipe everything down inside, wipe the windows. You know, do the the basic car wash, but they do a decent job. And if you maintain your car, I noticed this is what I noticed too. If you maintain your car, right, and you wash it regularly, the car stays looking pretty nice. But if you give up for a good long while mm-hmm. and then wash it, it's like it's like raising heaven and earth, man. It's like they they have to a lot of work. It's a it's a ton. It's we have to get really get into the nooks and crannies, right? So I, I go over there, I take, they, they go through, they run it through, they take it out, and you know how they have the guy waiting there, uh, ready to dry it down for you, right? So somebody finally gets to it, right? And um, I think when they got inside there, they realized how bad it was, right? Because two guys had to work on it, right? And then they were looking at each other, asking, like that. I can see this going on from a distance, right? They're having this conversation. Then they had to go back and like, because they had vacuumed out at the beginning, supposedly. It went through the car wash. They came out and then they were like, they were having a conversation about the uh, vacuuming more because they had to pull the extension cord out, dragged another vacuum out there and continue to vacuum more. And then they would look at each other and shake their heads. And so then I'd forgotten on the trip Right before we got out of the car, like when we got back home and we're unloading, I remember having a conversation with you. There was a uh, a cup of soda or a cup of um, whatever from the trip, <laughs> like a, from we went, stopped. I and remember had food. this. <clears throat> we stopped and had food. Yeah. Well, there was a, a, a you know a sippy cup, a, a sip a straw cup there in the console. When I pulled it out, I remember pulling it out, going, "It's dripping, right?" Yeah. So I, I pulled it out and it was like, oh, "What? What? It, Why it, is it this leak? Yeah, yeah." So. I didn't remember that. I was in such a like a fuzz when I went to the car wash. I didn't think, oh God. I, I remember right as I got out of the car at the car wash, guy says, you know, what do you want? Oh, wheel package. Okay. So I get the ticket from him and then right as I'm about to give him the keys, I look down in the cup holder and there's about half inch of this murky clear fluid at the bottom of the cup holder. But it's it's like the, there's two cup holders side by side, right in the cup middle, and it's it's got this sludge this clear disgusting sludge and i went oh. <laughs> i totally forgot right so 
I, as I'm sitting there watching this guy clean the car, because look, and also too, you need to go to the car wash, right? You go over there and you, they say, okay, how much? It was thirty dollars, thirty one ninety nine. You pay on the card, and then you got to have tip money. And typically, I tip about three bucks, depending upon what how good. If you take it regularly, it's not that big of a deal. Three bucks should be fine. So, <laughs> anyways, seems cheap, but all right. Three, you know, know. It, no, 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 I, no, I no, know. no. I know. I agree. I agree. But here's the thing: the price of the car wash went up nine dollars. It went from twenty one dollars to thirty dollars. Mm. Okay. So that's that's a lot, okay. And then now you're gonna spend another what? How much? How much is it good for the guy? For a guy, that, I mean, he's getting paid. The car wash isn't doing this for free. Please, I, they don't know. make a lot. No, I'm not saying they do. But I mean, how much should you give? What, what's a reasonable tip now? Ten bucks. Five, what do you want to do? Five bucks. Okay. Well, if you wash, if I wash my car regularly, it's not. It's it shouldn't be that bad. Right. Right. So I, I again, I just go here three bucks. You know something? I don't know. <clears throat> So, but I, I did have a five. They said, we break something, give me five once. So, I, depending upon the job, I was going to either give him three <laughs> or five. <clears throat> so, anyways, I got, get my chain, have my five dollars sitting there in my pocket waiting. And I'm anticipating that I'm going to give him three or whatever, four dollars, depending oh, on how, what kind of the interaction I have with the guy. And then um, I started noticing all this conversation they were having from a distance i'm noticing all these they're going back and forth and and I, then the here's here, yeah so i figured okay let's give them the five i knew immediately <laughs> i was gonna give them the five so anyways the um the guy of this is the point that made me laugh so they they, they did the extra vacuuming he's what he wipes out all the windows he gets the tires and the wheels and does whatever and then um i saw a point where i see him sitting in the front seat of the car where I, you know the driver's seat and he's he looks down to his right, which was the, near the cup holder, and I see him shake his head like, <laughs> like this, <clears throat> and then he proceeds. I, I see this is all I see. I see him reach over with his left hand, and I see him drop. There must have been a business card at the bottom of that murky water. There must have been a business card, and it was all you know wet and like just holding itself together. He pulled it out, and he, I see it flying. Out, like fly away from the car and I go. <laughs> then he's shaking his head again more. So he must have had to sop. <clears throat> he must have had to sop up. <clears throat> excuse me. He must have had to sop up all that stuff up. Mm-hmm. And then he pulled the car out and he threw it like that. I was like, ah. <laughs> and then uh, so the, finally the car gets done, right? And because they had to, it was so bad, I guess that they had to um, because they had to vacuum it again. He had to move the car close to the building, roll out an extension cord, and then the guy comes in there and he was vacuuming it up. And I knew this was going to be an ordeal. And I could knew the guy was a little irritated. So I have the five bucks and I go over to get the car. He, they honk the horn and I walk over there and he, and, and, and I hand him, it's, it's, cause it's ones, but it's a little stack. It's a little folded stack of ones. I, he, he looks at the money and he looks up at me <laughs> with a face like, yeah. Oh, sorry. He's like, really? <clears throat> and I, and I thought, okay, what, you know, I mean, what did you want? Ten dollars? What's yeah, gonna make you happy? Yeah. Kind of. No, he yeah. wanted a hundred. Well. <clears throat> so I got the I, I got the side eye, you know, from the guy. And uh deservedly so it sounds like. <clears throat> Excuse me, I don't know what's happening. Um, so anyways, I give him the money, I drive away, and uh it just I felt so bad. So I, but here's the thing, I'm driving away from the car wash. And this is how bad I knew how bad it was. I'm driving away from the car wash and I'm looking at like the dash and the seats. They weren't, it wasn't great. It wasn't like, oh man, it looks good. And it looked like, 
It look, you know what it looked like? I'll tell you, this is what, you know, you ever, you ever hear those stories on TV where they do, they do those uh, crime scene investigations and they, and they, they talk about how there's some blood splatter that was smeared or they, somebody hastily cleaned it with some, some, uh, you know, cleaning supplies and they always go, oh, see, yeah, there's that smeared blood right here. You know, like they always know. Mm-hmm. That's what this car looked like. It looked like somebody hastily went through there and, and kind of, cause I could see on the, on the, on the dash below the clock, yeah. there's like this square area that goes all the way to the screen. Well, on the corners, like when you wipe it hastily, the corners were still dusty, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? And in the, like in the nooks and crannies, you could tell it was just, it, it looked like I, I, I leased it. It looked like I, it was, a, I, I thought to myself the whole time I had, I'm going to take care of this car. I'm gonna take care of it like I like I like it like you I love. You actually did take. I care did, of it. and I was thinking to myself, what if I didn't like the car? <laughs> you know, what, what, I mean, because I, I the whole time before I got it washed, I I didn't really because I was not thinking about how bad it was. I literally was thinking, I'm just gonna take it in. Screw why spend the extra money to have it washed? You know, um, it has to present well, of course, when you release turn it back. They yeah, because they have to appraise it. But I was like, you know what? Screw it. You know, I'm not gonna. Pay the extra money to have this washed. You know, look, look the 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 car is what it's worth. You know what I mean. So yes, it's dirty. So what? <laughs> right? It's dirty. Dirt. You go wash dirt. Right? I'm glad I got it washed. Oh my god! I'm very Thank glad. God. Because I I think back and I go, God. I mean, it didn't look good when I took it in. It didn't look good. It looked so like somebody hastily went through in the last minute in a hurry. Hurry up, get it. Come on, let's just clean. <laughs> let's just wipe it down somehow. That's what it looked like. Mm-hmm. I'm so I'm just so proud. I'm just so glad it's gone. I'm glad because I'm, I'm te- glad that you did it because the, the guy's like, okay, oh my manager's going to go out and appraise right. it, and I'm, right. and we're like, oh god, I better thank yeah. God you washed it. Yeah, and, and the thing about it too is I had scratches. There was a couple scratches. Yeah, there was a there was a yeah. We, we had, when we did the uh, bike rack one time on the roof, we the rope that we had kind of tied was rubbing on the paint a little bit on the mm-hmm. back, and then I had a little scratch that I did on one day. I hastily did something dumb, and then uh, the tires were bald as crap. They were they were so <laughs> the tires I, I had put on there they were literally showing the the belts. Okay, I mean this car was it was due. It was due seventy five thousand miles. It was due for everything, you know, wiper blades, uh, full service, full service, it was uh, new, brand new tires. It was ready for brakes. I mean, it was gonna a lot of stuff ready to go into this car. Yeah, so it was a good I, time to get. It rid was of. a great time to get rid of it. Mm-hmm. But I swear to God, man. Okay, so anyways, getting the new car, getting this new car, I never thought for a second that it would be what it is. Never, I thought okay. The price difference between the top end or middle of the top end, including the top end, but the middle of the top end Forester is nearly the same price as the Outback. Okay. And I said, it's not going to be that much different. It's not going to, it's not going to be like, oh, this is so special. Well, it is. It is. I don't understand it. I just don't understand that people, if you don't know, if you don't know, and you're, if you're looking at Subarus, and you're thinking, I'm going to go and buy a Forester, or I'm going to buy an Outback, or I'm going to buy a Crosstrek, or I'm going to buy that new Acadia, the uh, Acadia or the, yeah, the big one, the big top end. If you're not looking at that Outback with different eyes, you need to, okay? Because it is maybe a couple thousand dollars difference between the two models, but I swear to God that the, 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 the $2,000 difference seems to me like $10,000. Okay, mm-hmm. that what you're gonna get in value by buying a uh, Outback the way that we did versus buying a Forester, it, it's it's not even uh, it's not conscionable that 
that Subaru does not make the declaration that this is a different car. To me, the difference between the Outback that we have and the Forester that we had is almost a difference between buying a Lexus and a Toyota. To me. I understand. But the thing, too, that you, you know, that we have to say is that, you know, we ordered it. We ordered the top of the line Outback. No, no, I understand. The no, no, well, package. No, 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 no. But no, no. But the, but the, the wilderness is the top line. Top end, and which that. I disagree with. But I, Well, that's what they say. And in dollars no, it is. Yeah. It, in dollars it is yeah. because it has. It, yeah, it does. You know, it has more ruggedy. Yeah, yeah. more ruggedy. Which yeah. is ugly. It. I mean, if you if you look, if you the, live in Oregon, if you live in Oregon on a ranch, yeah. this is the car for you. Yeah, but okay? yeah, so you live in Alaska. Besides, sure, you know. Besides the fact of the, the look, it has you know, it's got all these things. We're not we're not using it. No, in no, no. The way That's they're going to use it, we yeah. you know, we've got I mean, if you're living, and if you're living in a frozen tundra, yeah. If you're living, it's you know, good to have yeah. that. Okay, right, but we're not. so for us, we we have the yeah, we're in the city, but yeah. at the same time, we want to go out and do right. the trips to the mountains and do that kind of but, stuff. But see, so, here's the thing that that I, that you need to pay attention to. Also, go ahead and say what you're saying. Well, I'm just saying. So what we ordered, we ordered it for like more on the luxury side. Yeah. In the in that, I wanted the touring package. I wanted that he asked because I had told him, I'm like, these are the things I don't like. I don't like that it's the Forester, right? These are, I don't like it. It's slow. I don't like that it's noisy. I don't like that it feels cheaper. I don't like that it doesn't have electric seats on both yeah, sides. No, I, totally I don't understand. like that it doesn't totally have whatever. I, no, I'm not. I'm not discussing. I'm not even discussing. When I say the difference is not, I'm not talking about the features. I'm not talking about like you said the the seats or. The, but all those things to me, I understand. Is why totally we understand. ordered the totally understand. Outback? But the, the, I, said, I understand. Outback. What I'm saying though is that I, my thought was if you're gonna buy a Turing Forester. And a Turing Outback, or whatever the limited edition, whatever the hell it is, mm-hmm. I figured that they would be like identical. Like you would have the same driving experience mm-hmm. from buying this trim package and this trim package and two different models. I didn't feel that there would be a dramatic difference at all, and I'm finding that there is. Yeah. Like when I, when I okay, so we get rid of the other car, we we get the new car, we're driving it home, and I'm just going. It feels different. Everything feels different. I even my my driving position is different. The, the seats are different. Yeah. The, and, and then I come we, to, we ordered the the highest the the high end leather package. Sure, sure, no. But I'm so, just saying. But then he told me that I didn't know. I knew that it was ten inches longer. Yeah. The Outback from the Forester. Right. And I knew that the the visibility through the windows was was better on the Forester. Yeah. And I knew. That the one thing I did not know that makes a total sense now is that the body width is two inches wider on the Outback. Okay. Mm-hmm. And it's also the cabin height is lower. It's wagon height rather than SUV height. Okay. Right. Because when you go in and sit in it, yeah. you, you have to much, duck your head down. Not as much headroom. Yeah. Not as much headroom when you go in to get in it because the cabin is, ne- is, is, t- is shorter. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it is once you're in it, it feels spacious and roomy but the getting in and the out if you when i got into the forester i would just walk in okay <laughs> yeah you're used to it. I, I, i'm I, sure it didn't i'd open the door <laughs> and i just walk in well, on the outback i actually have to contort a little i have to contort myself a little bit mm-hmm. so we'll, we'll wrap it up on this one but i just want to say i i'm i'm baffled in the difference the price is two thousand dollars difference between the two models if you buy forester and a whatever not talking about limited or touring or whatever i'm talking about the model like if you bought the base forester and the base outback mm-hmm. they're 2000 about yeah that's what he said right but i'm just saying like 
for that width, that two extra inches of width for a fat guy, mm-hmm. it is very noticeable because the seats are just a little bit wider. Mm-hmm. And the, um, so that in and of itself makes the car feel more comfortable for you, comfortable for me. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, with now you've added all that other stuff, the, the seats and the whatever, that makes it more flexible for me also because it's more accommodating for a, for a big person. And then you haven't even spoken about the engine. You haven't spoken about any of this stuff. But I'm just saying, if you're if you're looking at a Forester and you are looking at Subaru in general, you have to give that Outback some real consideration. Especially it, if you like to have power. Because that to me was well, the that, that biggest, was, most important thing. That's what I was saying from the beginning, though, is that to me, once I knew that the only one that had the bigger turbo mm-hmm. was the Outback, mm-hmm. I just said, okay, that's what we're getting. But again, I never considered that that I could get a, a, a good brand mm-hmm. in a reasonable price with all the safety features and all the technology. And this is the big one. Now we have a little bit of luxury. I'm not saying it's as luxurious as a Mercedes or a BMW or right. whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm saying though... I didn't know that this level of luxury could exist in Subaru after having the Forester. The Forester. Yeah. I just didn't know that that you could be not only have all this other stuff, mm-hmm. all that safety and other, yeah, and have just a hint of luxury. It's funny too, because uh, yeah, when we got the car, we go there to pick it up, and I I remember when, as we're walking in, I'm like, "Ooh, is that ours?" And you're like, "Yeah, no, I don't think so," and because I thought it looked pretty good. I was like, oh, that one looks pretty good. But once I got into this car and we, like you said, I took it out to, to test drive it. Yeah. It was the first time where I'm like, oh crap, this actually feels like I'm in my Audi. Yeah. Because it, there was a lot of similar feel to it. Yeah. The seats, the leather. The tush the, test. The actual yeah. steering wheel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it, it all kind of felt like I'm sitting in my Audi, which I was like, oh. And yeah. then the fact that we, um, it wasn't as noisy. Yeah, like if when you uh, close the door, yeah, you're like this feels Different. like a a much sturdier Mu- yeah. car. It makes a thump. It doesn't make that ding. It's it makes not a tinny. Thump. Yeah. And then when I, as soon as I turned out of that, out of the drive, uh, uh, the dealership, the dealership yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I just floored it just to see. You didn't floor it. I did. I pushed down on it just to see if it would give but, me that but, little yeah, punch. Yeah, but you didn't floor it. No, well, yeah. you know, as fast as I can go, that little stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But. So I'm like, oh, it's got the punch. I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, I knew, so, guys, see, that's the thing. I knew it was going to have the punch. I, I knew that you know, from the beginning. I knew. but I, And that was the, the only criteria that I had, in my mind, said that it was going to be different. Right. I just said, okay, I know it's going to have more power, so yeah. that's going to be different. Yeah. But, but I did, you didn't realize. I didn't realize that because of the extra width... And because maybe for uh, me the touring package, as I asked the guy, says, "Oh, do you want the noise canceling windows or doors?" Yeah. I'm like, "Hell yeah, I want that." But I, mean, I think I think because we were not considering the high end, we were like, "We're gonna go, we'll, we'll do this." But you're like, ah, "I don't want the extra." I want. Well, he says well, you can have that noise canceling added. You can add that to the model at the beginning. I heard this conversation you, uh, because well, here's the thing: when we went to go do the thing. You were like, I mean, you and I both were resistant on the extra money. We were like, uh, do we need that? And then when he said, well, it comes already in the Turing, they went, oh, okay, let's do the Turing. That's too. the only one it comes in, just so you know. that's That was the but only I, option. If I you recall, want the noise canceling, you have to get the Turing. I recall, though, I said, uh, I said, well, he says, well, you, we can add it. I remember this. Well, I don't recall that. And I said, oh, okay. And so it was like in the conversation, we're just, everybody's talking, and we just said, oh, you can add, okay. 
So we'll just we'll add that. And then as the then of course we moved to the Turing and then it already had it. But I'm just saying it was like Yeah, because by the time I said, you know, when we we'll started going through that, all the features, he's yeah. like, Well, that's the Turing. So yeah. I'm like, okay, yeah, put us on the Turing. But that, that's what I'm saying. Like I but again, this whole car buying process, because I already had just noticed, I just said to myself, I resigned myself to the fact this car is going away. We're getting something new. I don't I'm not thinking about what's coming. I am, I'm just trying to get this one off like off to college. It's gonna go and get returned. And we have the trip and all this all the stuff that was going on. I wasn't realizing or thinking or even ruminating about, oh, this car is going to be new. It's going to be this, going to be that. So the other day, this will wrap it up here right here. The other day I went out by myself. We, You were Friday, Saturday morning. I got up, went out and took a little drive myself. And I, I'm telling you, the difference is palpable. It, it's, it's dramatic to me. I remember driving down the road. In my, um, I felt like I felt like an aristocrat. I did. <laughs> I, I was driving down the road, and and I I was had my hands on the wheel. It was it was all dialed in. I I was you know dialing the seat in and dialing all of my features on the mirrors and everything. And I'm just going. And I realized that I had my head leaning back against the headrest. And I'm driving down the road, and I was going really slow. I was going you know on the street on the on the. Everybody's kind of whoom 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 right past me because they're uh, they know where they're going. I wasn't. I didn't know where I was going. And I'm just go, headed in a general direction. And I remember having my head back on the headrest, and I'm just kicking down the road doing 35, and everything whoom whoom whoom. And like what that move move like this. And I'm just kind of my my nose is in the air because I'm my head's tilted back against the headrest. And I was like, God, man. You like you look like you're driving a big like a big Cadillac or something. You know you you feel like you're you know it was just a different experience. I remember feeling in the the Forester. I just felt like it is what it is. It's a family it's, it's utilitarian. A, it's a utilitarian. <laughs> it's a car. It's not special. It's not comfortable. It's not. It's very reliable. Yeah. It's but it's just a car. This car does not feel like just a car. It feels like, like it feels like for the first time I well no first time since the the Maxima, does it feel like it's luxurious? <laughs> like it feels like I'm glad that all of this happened. All of this, you know, having a fallout with my old sales guy, and having that conversation about okay, we need to order it, and now we're gonna get a bigger engine, and and with that comes all these other things. I'm so it, it happened so perfectly. The way it was supposed to, because I would, I'll tell you right now, I was thinking to myself right before we got the car, I was like, well, there's maybe a point where we're, we're not going to make a deal on this car. Yeah, the, because we, we have that option. I mean, we, yeah. we put $500 yeah. down deposit yeah. to order the car yeah. the way we wanted. Yeah. But the guy always said, look, you don't have to do when it. it comes in, if you don't like it, because I was still of that, oh God, I don't know if I'm going to like this car, but whatever. Let's try it. Let, at least get me everything that I want. And yeah. maybe when I sit in it, it'll be okay. And sure enough it was more than okay i was very pleasantly surprised i wasn't even thinking that we were going to get it i just figured okay we're going to get the car or get a car i just we ordered it with all the stuff on it the way that you want it i figured that's going to make you happy and i said we need it we need something for the family and it has it, the subaru was good when i bought the 1990 no, the 2019 it was we bought it for the reasons that we bought it and we are getting this one for the same reasons <laughs> And it looks fine. I mean, it's nothing to look at. I don't say look at the car and go, ooh. I am starting to feel that way now. No, when I saw okay. this car, because I've never, yeah. yeah, I, yeah. Same thing. I'm like, it's this freaking super. I don't, yeah. I mean, and, and it's I've nothing. Seen, and I've seen like the model, just like the model year before, like the 21 and the 20. Mm -hmm. And I see them now. 
Yeah, I do too. And, and, I, I, go, and I always go, ew. ew. Yeah, and, that's, e- and even when we were like, had to come down the conversation about color, mm-hmm. right? And I was looking at going, and they, they have that putrid green and they have the weird orange or brown. Crazy and they, wilderness blue. And, they, and white. And, they got, and I was like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that's why we went with white. Yeah, because I was like, okay, like, that the, can't, you know, it's the white. most normal. That's I what, know, yeah. I know. It's not a crazy <laughs> blue. It's not a weird red. It's not. It's, it's just a white. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. It's also you know, reflective to the sun. And, mm-hmm. So, but, but but this car experience that I had this time was so very different from every other car I've ever bought. And maybe that maybe yeah, because we don't usually buy a new mm-hmm. car. In my right. opinion, I've always and you know you turned me into this too. It's what? like. Why am I buying a brand spanking new car where the moment you drive it off the lot, it depreciates in value immediately? And under ordinary circumstances, (laughs) I totally agree. Right. But these, in this day and time, because of the pandemic, because of the shortages on cars, the manufacturer, all that, the the ridiculousness of the fact that people are paying the same price for a used car as a brand new car. I mean, literally, the, the difference is negligible, like you said, within a couple thousand dollars. Yeah, and I'm like, could be. Because I bought my mom her used car, yeah, yeah. Um, and it was only, you know, it's a, it's a two- or three-year-old car. Right. But it was extremely low mileage. So it was like 15,000 miles on it, 11,000, yeah, yeah. something like that. Really, really low. And I'm thinking, I'm going to get a de- I'm going to get this for a steal. Right. And no. it was literally, if I would have spent... Two or three more thousand dollars, yeah. I could have gotten a brand new car. So I was kind of pissed, yeah, because they knew they're like, "Look, it's the market. We can charge you this." And and they were right because I could not find that car anywhere, even new, brand new. I couldn't find it new because I would have had to order it because yeah. it had every, the the used car happened right. to have the, all the top Gucci. of the line, yeah. every single feature on it. So and it was selling at a decent price, mm-hmm. but if I were to order it. It would have probably been at least five thousand dollars more, at least, and I'd have to wait months. So, my, and my, of course, at the time, it was like my mom's like, "I want it now. I don't have time to wait. I need this car immediately." Well, it makes sense. I mean, her car got wrecked, right. and she needed right. a car, transportation. And right. that, that's but the, I was just dumbfounded at the fact that they were charging so much for used well, see, cars. They that's what that's what they do because they have the ability. They know. Look, a car is a weird thing. A car is as personal as a pair of shoes or as a nice watch or uh, even where you live. Your no, but car this is, came down but, to the, no, the, the circumstances. I, right, but I, that's what I'm saying. I was about to say that. Um, but when the thing about it is when you need to get from point A to point B, it, you also have to say, okay, well, look, I, I don't have a vehicle. I need a vehicle now. I can't wait months. Mm-hmm. You know, In my situation, we had a car. Yeah. But I'm saying if you don't have a car and you need to get around, you have to uh, hedge that bet between... How, I mean, this is my personality, but this is what I need now. Mm-hmm. So what do I do? Mm-hmm. Well, if you have the luxury of being able to have another vehicle where you can wait, then you can get a situation. But I do understand. But look, I understand the, the point of it. But that's the thing about cars. Cars are everything to people. You know, people buy a car and they, and they, it's, it's, it's the face that they have to the world. When you drive around, people see you in your Mercedes or your, your BMW. It's all or, status. They, well, that's, that's part of it. But it's also, you know, you need to have room for your family. It needs to be able to do what you need to do. Plus, it needs to be reliable. All the th- It needs to be everything to every everyone, right? <clears throat> so I understand. Uh, but this situation I was saying, this is the first time I was saying that we've ever bought a car where it was so nonchalant for me. I was, I was not invested in this car at all. I wasn't emotionally ready. I wasn't emotionally attached. I wasn't thinking, oh, I can't wait. Ugh. Like yeah. we, were, we were in the dealership and the, the sales manager comes, so, guys, uh, are you excited to get the new car? And I was like, 
No, I'm, I mean, I don't want to say it to him, like burst his bubble, but I wasn't. I wasn't like, oh, I can't wait. I was like, just come on, can we get this done? You I know? know, we were like, God, we were, we, we so did not want to even deal. Yeah, with and I was worried. I was worried about. I was worried about like you know them saying, oh, it's kind of scratched, five hundred off. Oh, it's the tires are so bad. Oh, thousand off. I was just waiting for all that. So that's what I was thinking about. Instead of thinking about, oh, this new car's coming, I'm thinking, come on, just don't say anything about that scratch. You know, don't don't say anything about how dirty it is inside. You know, let's can we just get this done? Hurry up. Come on, hurry up. So I'm so happy though. I'm so happy that it turned out the way it did. Uh even for, you know, the the sales guys, I had to switch up and Jonathan at uh Hello. The new guy was great. Hello in uh, Temecula, he's a great guy. If you are in the market to buy uh a uh, Subaru, you got to go see him. Uh, but you know, just to finish up and tell you a funny story, uh, when I went to my my old sales guy at the other dealership, I went up to him and I said, hey man, I want to, oh, he said, so what are we going to do? This is the last time I talked to him, by the way. He said, what are we going to do? I said, um, I want to order one. Oh, oh, oh. Well, I come to find out from the new sales guy that the this dealership, I didn't know this, the, this dealership where I was going before, they don't order cars. They don't do it as a policy. Right. So when I told this guy, my old sales guy, the guy that I, my buddy, the reason why he was so upset, and I didn't notice at the time, was because they that policy, they don't do that. And so he knew immediately that when I told him, when he says, what do you want to do? And I said, I want to order a car. He knew that that was it. Yeah, We're out. done. you know. And so, but instead of being like, hey, no problem. Hey, good luck. Or he was like, oh, no, no, no. Anybody that's going to try and order you a car, no, that's all. That's not going to, that they're lying. They're full of it, you know. And I was like baffled at the time, you know, because we were kind of close, right? I was really baffled at his mentality, the way he responded to me. He was basically saying goodbye. I mean, like, you're a fool. If you're a fool, if you, and it was, that's the indignant nature that he did talk to. You, uh, you know, if you oh, order a car, yeah, yeah. Order a car? No, no, no. Who orders a car today? <laughs> well, <laughs> like, after this experience, if I ever buy another new car, like, yeah. because I'm you yeah. know, still yeah. against yeah. new cars Yeah, we're anyway. still in shock. Uh, if I ever do this, I am yeah. going to always order a new car. Because always. I want exactly what I want. I mean, absolutely gave me everything and surpassed my expectations. And now, I mean, before, anytime I would want to go, take, I, I got to run and do an errand. I always took my car. Yeah. I never, yeah. ever wanted to take yeah. your car. Yeah. Today, I'm like, okay, I got to take my son to school, and I would have always taken my car. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I'm gonna well, take, no, I'm well, gonna take the Subaru. Well, also, did you notice that the key was where, right where you could get in it? No. What do you mean? Well, the, I, I put the put the key there right before you grabbed it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> because I oh, this well this is what I saw. I knew I was like going to offer you the car. I was just going to say, hey, take the car. And, I, and of course, you were going to say, oh, no, it's okay. No, no, I'll take it. Well, okay. So I, I, before I had a chance to say anything, I just set the car on, on the counter there. Key. And the, whatever, the, the key on the, on the counter there. And we were you were talking to the son and we were, okay, you have a good day. So I didn't get a chance to say it. But you looked over, you were looking around like, you're getting ready to leave. I said, I'll take him. And you were like, no, no, I'll take him. And then, Right as you said that, you turned and saw the key on the on the counter, and you're like, "Oh!" And I get to take the new car, but it was the way you did. You kind of snatched it up, like <laughs> I got, "Ooh!" Like I get to take the new car. I know. You know. And so I was like, "Yeah, okay." So you do like it? It's yeah. it's a. Yeah. I mean, it's. So, I'm telling you, it's different. It's, it's different. Nice. But I but I, I just need people to understand very clearly. If you are looking at Subaru, they're not all alike. 
They're not all alike. You need to drive them all, and you need to, to appreciate the various differences. The the Outback has one body length and width. The I'm sure the the top end, the big one, the Armada, whatever it's called, that thing is is probably has a certain driving characteristic. The oh. Acadia, whatever ascent. it is, ascent, ascent. Okay, that one I'm sure has a driving characteristic, seating position, and uh, the Forester has another thing. So. If, but it's not just about, in my mind before, it was like they're all going to be the same or a variant of the same. They're not going to drive differently. They're not going to feel differently. It's just going to be one shape to another. I didn't consider it at all. Maybe I'm dumb. But, oh, we're done. I know I'm dumb. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so there it is. Uh, that's our assessment. Uh, you know, we hope you got something out of it. But we, uh, we have had a heck of an experience. It is turned out very well. Yeah. I'm so happy that we went this way. Um there it is. All right, guys. So look, uh, thanks for listening. Um, we love, we're going to start doing more of these. Um, I love car talk. I could talk about cars all day long. I have a few old ones. I love them. I love the new car. It's it's probably the best car I could say we've ever had. So anyways, uh, thanks for listening. Be nice to each other. Have a great day.